Hi everybody, welcome back to the Truly Myrtle Podcast. I'm Libby and this is episode 101. 101. It's the first one for 2019. I've had a long break. It's been summer. Uh, I took some time off and went away with my family and now I'm back. And some of you have been waiting and I'm really sorry because I meant to record a podcast right at the end of last year, but you know, holidays happened, the children were all around, Christmas crept up on me and it just it, it didn't it didn't happen. I'm really sorry. But anyway, I'm back now and I've got some prizes to draw. I've got some new things to show you and I've got a new year to start. So welcome back. It's so nice to see all of you. Just sit down, grab a cup of tea, grab your knitting and let's get on with the show. Okay, what have I got to talk to you about first? Um, I've done some sewing. Can you believe it? After so long of not doing any sewing. I've actually done some sewing. I was forced to because I have a pattern that I need to photograph in the next couple of days. I was supposed to do it actually our last couple of days and that didn't happen, but it will be the next couple of days. And I needed an outfit to go with it because it's a particular color in the pattern that I didn't have any clothes that matched it just to make it look its best. So I found this beautiful linen. I'm going to show you this. Um, I found some stunning linen from Fabric Warehouse here in New Zealand. I think that's what they're called, Fabric Warehouse. I think that is what they're called. They're in Auckland. Actually, they're all over the show. I think they've got um, I think they've got a branch in uh, Christchurch, and I think they've got a branch. If they've got one in Sydney, is that still open somewhere in the States? Anyway, it's great. Um, got this lovely linen. Now, I don't know if you can see so well, but um, it's – it's sort of a purpley gray. It's like this, it's sort of a grapey gray. It's not a straight gray and it's not flat. It's got quite a bit of um, depth to the color. It's the weave is really, is really apparent. I absolutely love it. And I've made this dress and it's really, really long, really long. And it has pockets in the side. And you're going to ask me for a pattern. And I'm going to tell you how I did it. So basically what I did was, and this wasn't my idea, I pinched it totally from Vanessa at Hanging Rock Roost, and I'll put a link to her underneath this so you can go and see her version of this idea. But I've made the Ogden cami before. So this, the top of this is an Ogden cami. You see, it's got a gorgeous low back. I've made it in slinky fabric. I tell you, it's so much easier to make it in linen. Everything just stays where it's put. Um, so it's got a higher front, a lower back, and not too thin shoestring straps so they cover my bra strap perfectly I think if you had wider bra straps it might be more difficult to cover but you might you could probably make wider straps um, and your straps are still visible so I've got a bra with um, dark navy straps so I'm going to wear that under and it doesn't matter if they pop out a bit and they might show at the back and I, I think that's all the young kids do it so I, I'm just going to do that too um Anyway, it's the Ogden cami, and what I did was, instead of using the uh, front and the back, I used the lining. I cut the lining twice, and I extended it by about an inch and a half. So I think my lining from down the side was six and a half, I think it was about six and a half inches, six to six and a half before I, when I cut it, that was the depth. I probably could have got away with it being slightly shorter, and I might try that um, if I make this again. But because uh, it would have been a little more baby doll, although 
I have a tendency to look pregnant in that sort of style. So maybe this is better on me. Um, and then I just used the lining as the two lengths of the lining uh, as the top part. And I haven't actually sewn down the inner part of the lining. I've just zigzagged it and hemmed it. Um, I, I tried to sew it down, but I just couldn't do it neatly without it bunching. So I gave up and I just, um, I've just let it lie flat and it just lies flat perfectly underneath. Then what I've done underneath that is I've got, um, I've got a piece of a pattern from a skirt and I haven't actually made this skirt. So I wasn't a hundred percent sure how full it would be. Um, and I, it's the Clio skirt by Made by Ray. And um, I cut the, the body, you know, the um, the skirt panel, which is just a rectangle from that skirt, and I added a bunch of length to it, and I just totally guessed, and I think I made it 32 inches long, which ended up being quite a lot too long. I whopped a lot off the bottom, but I just needed to give myself a good, you know, bit of length to work with, and I gathered that and then sewed that to the facing, which is now the outside of this. Are you following with me? So I, I sewed it on. It could have been slightly more gathered, but again... Um, I think maybe this does work better on me in the long run and you will see photos of me in it so you can be the judge of that for yourself how full or how not full you'd like yours to be but anyway I gathered it and I sewed it on and then it was not complete without pockets it needed pockets so I got um, a pocket there's a pocket in the washi dress which I have I've made that lots of times and I just um, got a corner I, I didn't even cut it template I just got the pattern which is actually from the washi dress and I just laid the pocket piece which is attached to the skirt I laid it out on my fabric I gave myself a little bit of extra on the edge just because so, my pocket was going to have to be sewn on I needed a seam allowance and I just cut out a pocket so you need four pieces you know two for each pocket there it is um, and then I sewed it what I actually did I actually sewed up my side seams um, for the dress I tried it on I think I even hemmed it, I got it all finished, and then I put the pockets in. So once it was on, then I could decide where I wanted the pockets to be. And I compared it against another dress I've got from shoulder to pocket to see that that was making sense. I wasn't making some weird assumption with my hand. And then I unpicked a section down that seam. I laid the pocket pieces on, I sewed them in, ironed them, sewed them around, and then tucked them in, and I ironed it, obviously. And then I have pockets because it's perfect with pockets. It's just primo with pockets. So I'm absolutely thrilled with this dress. And you will see it on me. I'm not going to wear it today. The temperature's dropped. It's, we've had this beautiful, overly hot weather for, for a few weeks now um, with no rain. It's been a bit dry. But uh, the temperature I woke up yesterday morning and we'd gone from 28, 29 degrees down to 18 degrees. It's probably slightly warmer today. But after you've been so so warm for so long it's such a shock to your body and I just feel cold now so I'm back in a t-shirt and I'm I'm actually quite cold <laughs> this is ridiculous so those of you who really are cold you know you'll have no sympathy I'm sure which is fair enough anyway I'm going to wear it um we've got a family party not this weekend next weekend so I'm going to wear it to that and look I think I could actually wear it with a long sleeve top underneath and my long brown boots and some big chunky stuff around my neck as the seasons change as well so you should have a go. Like the Ogden Cami, 
um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes as well. I'll put a link to each of the three patterns I used. Uh, but the Ogden Cami is a really, a really good pattern. I can thoroughly recommend that. It's so, it's so easy to wear and it's hugely flattering. I, I've the, I made, as I said, I made one before, which I'm sure I showed you. Um, I've certainly wore it. I wore it under my Flory cardigan. Uh, it's a little brown top I made with the slinky fabric. I'd had it for about 20 years, that fabric. I don't know where I got it from. Oops, oops a daisy. Um, I don't know where I got it from. I think I got it from an Italian um, shop that popped up here when I was young. Anyway, I made the, um, that's the back. Remember, the back is low. Anyway, um, the other one is really slinky. And so it was it was much more tricky to insert the straps and get them just in the right place and make them all look perfect and get the, but the result is fantastic. And I have been thinking, I've got a piece of silk, which is also, oh, I think I got that silk when I was six, six, 16 or 17 years old, I think. I had a lot of silk at that time. Um, my mum and I made a ball dress for me. And, well, she made it. I actually had virtually nothing to do with it except to help dye the fabric. But um, anyway, I've had silk left over and it's cream. And I was going to make a silk version as well. But I've just put it off because uh, that just seemed too hard with all that slippery silk. But I might have another go. I might have another go with the linen one in the meantime because it's, it's a really great little top. If you get super hot days where you are um, and you want something sleeveless, because I really haven't worn anything with sleeves for pretty much all of January um, and into February. But if you want something sleeveless, it's a great top. So there you go. That's my hard sell on the Ogden Cami. And um, it, yeah, you can just you, you can just turn it into other things. So thank you, Vanessa, for that inspiration. I am so pleased I've done it. And I'm glad I had a deadline and I just forced myself to do it. So now my fingers are twitching and I'm thinking, oh, I want to make some more things. I, I forgot, actually. This is uh, like super fun. So I have to find some time and make some more things as well. Now, the other thing I wanted to tell you today is I have a new pattern out. So it will be out by the time you see this. It came out today. It's Friday when I'm recording this. Friday the 7th of February. Um, and it's this pattern. Look, I have a color theme going on. And I'm going to release another pattern in a couple of weeks. And you'll see it's the same. I just have this plum, plummy, grazed color theme is just seems to have invaded my life <laughs> anyway um this is called Tui the sweatshirt I'll put it on for you and show it to you because actually it is a bit chilly um so you'll see that it's I, I wanted a sweatshirt and I've used blacker um lioness the fingering they've got a DK and a fingering and um this is the fingering version and I've I've used this plummy color and sort of limey green because under the hem and under the cuffs it has this folded hem with this really cute ribbed folded hem it just works beautifully it's really easy to do um, you knit the hem you cut change color knit the hem and then flip it up and just stitch it in place and the result is this nice finish at the hems at the cuffs and at the hem which just makes it feel a bit more less sweaterish this jumpery to me and more sweatshirty which is what I was after I did I did put um a ribbing on the neck and I've actually got a um tubular bind off for that which you you don't have to do but I've given you instructions on how to do it and it's just a really nice finish at the neck as well um you see it's got drop shoulders so it's like super sloppy and and comfortable and then it has a little detail can you see that I'm, tr I'm trying to record on my phone today because I'm trying to make life as simple as possible for myself at the this year 
my new motto is keep it simple stupid so I'm just trying to make life easy anyway I'm on my phone um, and so it's got a little detail of ribbing across here which then flows can you see it flows under the arms and it goes from the front and the back and it just has this nice side seam that goes down can you see that I think you can and then at the bottom it's got I don't know if you'll see this it's got a high low hem with the green underneath and so it actually it just it's just comfy it just feels really comfy the whole thing it's easy to wear and this is a linen I said this already it's a linen wool blend and it's so it's just drapey and not too hot and perfect for that sort of in-between weather so for the weather we're about to move into as we head towards winter again and for those of you who are finally coming out hopefully some of you are coming out of winter heavy winter weather it's that perfect transitional in-between uh, piece so that you can just chuck it on and it's easy to knit it's fun it has lots of short row shaping down here to give you a nice fit at the shoulders there's no shaping in the body it's just it's just boxy through the body but I have done a slight modified underarm so it's for a good fit um, yeah so I really like it tui tuis are my very favorite birds in New Zealand I know in New Zealand we're called kiwis which is also a bird because all our um, you know, we're just birds down here. Birds were our native animals. Um, and, well, you know, not entirely our native animals, but they were sort of our biggest animals. Uh, birds. Anyway, tuis are absolutely beautiful. They have, they look black from a distance, but when you come up close, you'll see that they've got this really glowing iridescence to them where they have greens and blues and and this purpley color on them they're very beautiful and then under their chin they have this little white tuft like that it's called a poi little white tuft under their chin and it just and it's they're just there they look beautiful they seem kind of cheeky to me they love eating flax um berries so i have one a big flax plant outside my window just over here and so tui sit in there and they eat puriri leaves Puriri berries, um, and it's actually quite cool the, the way they do that because puriri trees are a tree of life in New Zealand. I actually got married under a puriri tree. Um, my parents have an enormous one in their front garden, so we got married underneath, and my sister did as well. And um, puriri berries are little red berries. The, the trees can grow very, very large. My mum and dad's must be about a hundred, over a hundred years old. Their tree, and the the birds eat the berries, and they then the whole thing passes through them, and what comes out is the seed. And so puriri trees need the tui to actually process the seed, so that then they can create more puriri trees. So they're really essential to the sort of you know the ongoing life of native trees as well um, they have a really beautiful sound they it's quite distinctive um, I'll see if I can find a link and I'll put so you can I'll see if I can find some there are some websites with bird sounds on them so I'll, I'll try and put a link in the show notes as well to the bird sound and it's it reminds me of hollowed wood so it's sort of um, it's quite melodic but it's very um, it's like banging on a hollowed wood that's very open round sort of sound to their to their call it's it's really cool I, I love tui's so this is tui sweatshirt because it just has little fun little fun details little surprises and um yeah I don't know it just it just felt very tui like this beautiful purpley color of this particular jumper now yeah I use blacker but you can substitute any sort of fingering yarn if you want to make it more of a jumper warmer sweater 
um, then go for a pure wool one. It won't have quite the drape, depending on the wool you choose, but you might have one, you might choose a wool silk, which will give you that beautiful drape, and it will just be a fraction warmer, probably. Um, or you could go for a wool cotton, or you could just go for a straight cotton. That would be really nice as well. So the choices are, as usual, endless. You just need a good fingering to use for this jumper. Um, I've got a discount code running this weekend. So if you're on my mini mag, which you can sign up, I'll put a link in the show notes to my mini mag. If you sign up, you'll always get a special mini mag code. But if you're not on my mini mag, then you can still get a discount this weekend. Just use the code TUI, T-U-I, TUI, and you'll get a discount until midnight Sunday, wherever you are. You know, I don't put a, I don't make it New Zealand, um, midnight New Zealand, because that's totally confusing because I can't remember what everyone else's time zones are, and I know that I'm a day ahead of pretty much everybody. So um, I just say midnight Sunday, and then I set it so that hopefully it catches everyone on their midnight Sunday. So anyway, go on, it's on Ravelry. It will be on Making Things as well, and I'll put links to everything, everywhere you can find my patterns in the show notes, um, but I had to upload it to Making Things. It'll be there over the next couple of weeks. Was that it? No, I had prizes. I have prizes to give you as well. Huh, so many things. I'm out of the rhythm, guys. You have to just bear with me today. I'm out of the podcasting rhythm. So it'll take a bit of time for me to get back into it. Right, I have three prizes. Do you remember? I had my fabulous uh, visit to Skane Sisters. I gave you a tour of their fantastic shop and you got to see all their lovely bits and bobs and talk to Deb and Janine and get to know them a little bit and they're fabulous. So they have kindly donated all of these prizes and I'm so grateful to them. Thank you so much to celebrate my 100th giveaway. My 100th, not my 100th giveaway, my 100th episode. So I've got three winners. Remember the first prize was the little Knit Pro knit blockers, like the little combs and also a pin, a knit pin. For your project bag and the winner of that and you're going to have to tell me if, how to say your name because I'm I'm worried I'm going to say it wrong I'll give it my best shot it's Doxgyo Doxgyo D-O-C-K-S-J-O with an umlaut over it like an umlaut not an umlaut it's more like a diuresis um, Doxio Design. She said, Congratulations on your 100th episode. We are in the middle of Scandinavian winter, quite dark, windy, and cold. With this comes the head colds and stumpage, stomach, stomach bugs. And having a two year old, we tend to get everything. Oh, I know those days. Um, which means that knitting time has improved spectacularly lately, and I have knit two sweaters in the past two weeks. Wow, and just finished the lace border on Tegna from Boylan Knitworks, and that's a gorgeous summer top, isn't it? And now I'm knitting, I'm knitting it in sport weight instead of fingering to better suit our climate. A major sweater kick going on. So congratulations, Doxio Design. You've won that first little prize of the knit blockers and the bag pin. So if you could just drop me your details, send me an email, and um, just let me know what your details are so I can get this on the in the post to you. Um, the second bundle was a whole little bundle of things. There was a bag and there were um, knitting, there were needles and cable needles and all sorts of uh, all sorts of lovely little goodies all together. Um, so that one was won by Susan Lowell. Susan, 
uh, said, wow, 100 episodes is a ton of work and knitting. Congratulations. Thank you, Susan. Being in Mont Monterey, California, USA, we are very grateful for the rain this week. It put out our California fires and broke our drought. The California fires were horrific, weren't they? So I'm glad you eventually got rain. I just There's been so many problems with uh, lack of rain all over the show. I know Australia's had such a lot of problems and we've got fires here at the moment, apparently. Um, it put out the California fires and broke our drought. More rain expected next week. Our high today was 60 degrees Fahrenheit and we'll probably get a light rain overnight. Our trees have been struggling through the drought. Many had to be cut down. Oh, it's hard work. She said, I'm knitting a cardi of an acrylic alpaca blend from the Mary Maxim label. I got the yarn from my local craft store, Beverly's. It's very pretty white, heathered with black flecks. It has an aura from the alpaca component, but it doesn't leave little hairs on your black slacks. I will probably re-knit this in wool when I've got the lengths and measurements worked out for the best. It feels night, nice and warm. Breast wishes for your spring and summer. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you, Susan from Beverly. That's right. No, that's her craft shop. I'm telling you, I'm not with it. Thank you, Susan. So you've won that whole pack. Again, just send me your details and I can get it in the mail. And our third winner won um, the book. There was a book I had that had lots of interesting patterns and a, and a guide to walk you through those patterns. And that was won by Melanie Keto. And she says, I'm knitting a ribbed hat and union fibre for a Christmas gift and also testing a shrug, which I'm slogging through slowly. So you've got a bit on your needles already too, Melanie. So thank you so much, everyone, for entering. Everyone who won, those three of you who won, just get hold of me. Um, welcome back. Welcome to 2019. It's so nice to see you all and we'll get back in the rhythm of it. I will see you again in two weeks. In the meantime, you can find me all over the internet. Come and join our Ravelry group. It's a really friendly group of people, really lovely women and the occasional man in there. So come and say hi to us. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm Truly Myrtle Photos. I'm on Facebook. I'm like everywhere, all over the web. But you can find the show notes for this podcast. There'll be a link below the YouTube video. And you can find them at www.trulymyrtle.com forward slash blog forward slash EP101. See you next time, guys. Bye. Take out your needles. For a teapot There's no excuse now Not to be knitting Cause you can do it standing And you, you can, can do it sitting Take out your needle Yeah, yeah We're, We're casting now One, two, three, four, five Once I got a fish alive